Welcome to Banana Peel Boulevard, the podcast where we take the fall so you don't have to. Now, here's the adult in the room, Becky Harnden, and national award-winning columnist and author, Gary Jordan. Thanks so much, Michelle. Hi, friends. Hi, Gary. I am excited about today because the read we're going to have from Driving the Road of Life with a Flat Tire, which is what we do here, is actually kind of timely. It's incredibly timely. Yeah. I, it, I, go ahead. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has just recently passed. We all know what's happening with the Supreme Court and all the turmoil around the size of the court and what the court looks like and all those kind of things and what the place of the court is in our daily lives. And, uh, you know, when I wrote this, uh, certainly that wasn't the issue and it wasn't the issue I wrote about, but somehow the relevancy of what's happening today has kind of caught up with it. Well, I think... Even taking a bigger picture look at things, we are in hot and heavy in a political season right now. We're a few weeks out from election day in probably one of the most uh, highly charged, divisive uh, times that I can recall. Mm -hmm. And I remember reading this article for the first time, kind of holding my breath waiting to see where is this going? Uh, you know, that little uncomfortable feeling mm -hmm. you get. And um, that's was how it was so, for me. Yeah, no, I, but I was delighted to continue reading. It just, it hit that part in my heart that resonated with, uh, yes, this is where, this is where our mindset needs to be um, in terms of unity, in terms of, um, we can disagree on things. We can have different views and we can still come to the table together and have a coffee. Well, that that really kind of captures uh, the essence of what happened when I was writing it. When when I first started writing uh, my column uh, in uh, 2013, one of the things that uh, a good friend told me, who was an editor at the paper, Marianne Lindley, and one of the things she told me was, uh, be a shark and take a bite out of every unique or interesting things you see. So uh, Bernice and I were visiting friends, uh, John and Liz Citron, friends of yours, mm -hmm. in Mountain Grove, Tennessee. And uh, where uh, they moved back, was Liz's hometown, and they moved back there from Tallahassee years ago and uh, set up their life and happy as they can be on their farm. And but Mountain Grove is a pretty small place. And Bernice and I were, uh, we had had our visit and it was Sunday morning and we were getting ready to kind of hit the road back to Tallahassee. And we stopped at the best restaurant in Mountain Grove, which was the McDonald's on the corner of the whatever highway it is. And Mountain Doesn't Grove get any better Boulevard. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making up streets on here. On a Sunday but, morning. But I think you can get the picture. So there's this group of guys and they're off there talking in the corner. And it was clear that these guys are there every single Sunday. And I was just fascinated kind of listening to the argument. And it just happened to the it, it right after the Supreme Court had ruled on same-sex marriages. And I figured I'm really going to get an earful. And so that anticipation you talked about in, in reading the column is exactly what I was experiencing. And I hope to kind of capture in the writing uh, just waiting for these guys to just go nuts. I mean, these are a bunch of Midwestern farm guys 
Uh, and I'm assuming that not high on their agenda was same-sex marriages. Um, you know, Missouri's a, it's, you know, the show me state and they show you pretty clearly where they are. Right. Yeah. They don't pull any punches, but you know what I find really, um, refreshing about this. And I think that our listeners will also is that it wasn't about the issue. It was about the respect for one another's personal freedoms. And I had jotted down a little note yesterday because I was reading, scrolling quickly through social media past all of the vitriol that um, I try to avoid. And it I had come across somebody's comment and it was about, um, you know, having respect and, it, it, um, you know, of course, equality, love and care and compassion for um racial issues, um, sex, sex, uh, sexual identity issues, um, same-sex marriage, all of these types of things that were not considered mainstream. And yes, absolutely, I wholeheartedly agree with that. But in the next sentence, it was, was just the most hateful line about anybody who doesn't affiliate with this person's p- p- uh, political uh, persuasion. And I thought, hold on, how can we be so compassionate and caring and loving and respectful to one subset of people who has maybe differing values, but not another subset of people Mm -hmm. who has differing values. And this is where I feel like the divide is right now. Um, We need to get back to that. We need to replace that divide with some respect and just understand that maybe people approach things with different... um, mentalities and that's okay because we live in America and we have personal freedoms and we can do that. Um, I'm listening to what you just said. I'm remembering exactly how I felt sitting there um, because I was waiting for that ugly shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, these Midwesterners pontificating on the Supreme court ruling for same sex marriages. And so um, uh the surprise that happened, uh, which you guys will hear in the read, was um, was really interesting. Let's get into this. Okay. I think this is refreshing right. for so many people, and I really hope it resonates. So here is the McTruth. The fight to allow same-sex marriages was over long before it got to the Supreme Court. America had already made its decision. All the Supreme Court did was put a stamp on it. There's a McDonald's right off Highway 60 in Mountain Grove, Missouri, smack dab in the middle of America. If you spend any time in that part of the country, you know the main crop is brutal truth. They don't mix words, and there's no space between their hearts and their lips. If they think it, they say it. Last Sunday morning over coffee and McMuffins, four guys with blue jeans, boots, and cat hats were holding court. Alan Wise was the leader but he'd tell you he's nobody special. Every Sunday morning, he and his friends Dwayne, Herschel, and Ben get together to talk politics. The same seats, the same coffee, every Sunday. Until I showed up, the only audience beyond their table was the pimple-faced kid behind the register. If you want the unvarnished truth, you only need to go as far as Alan Weiss's table. It was perfect heartland theater with a side of hash browns. With a deliberate cadence and a handful of newspapers, 
Wise began reading the Supreme Court decision on same-sex marriage, giving meaning to every word. He ran into a word that was unfamiliar, stared at it for a moment, and in the most unaffected way said to his guys, that's a word I don't know, but it looks like it could be important. And then he moved on. The honesty was refreshing. When he finished the read, it was time for the verdict. His first comment, Hillary and her friends will be thrilled, had me waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then he surprised me. Even though Hillary and her friends weren't his cup of McCoffee, he was 100% supportive of what the court had ruled. He could care less about same-sex marriage, and that's the point. What he cared about was personal freedom. There are folks who will go to their graves never understanding how the court could make this ruling, and there are those who will never understand why it took so long. But like every campaign in American history, winning isn't about the two sides that have already made up their minds. It's about the people sitting on the fence. That's the way it's always been. Same-sex marriage became legal reality not simply because it was just. It became law because the people who don't care about same-sex marriage finally spoke up. People like Alan Weiss have more important things to worry about than trying to convince folks that the bedroom is the only room in the house. Alan Weiss was all in on what the Supreme Court did because he figured if government can tell other folks how they can live their lives, then it's just a slippery slope to his front door and those things that are important to him. He found his own path to justice and had nothing to do with two guys sharing a wedding cake. The Supreme Court ruling wasn't about sexual preference, it was about personal freedom. The only mystery is why it took so long to bring equity to the lives of good people whose only request was fairness. America got there a long time ago. It just took a while for it to make its way up to the ivory tower. And that is the McTruth. If this story resonated with you the way it did with me, we'd love to hear from you at thepeelpodcast.com. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you thought about it. And remember, be kind. Let's be respectful of one another. And we'll see you next time at the Banana Peel Boulevard.